Welcome to the TaxSell Podcast, where TaxSell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimon. I'm a TaxSell veteran. I'm the author of the TaxSell Playbook, founder of the TaxSell Academy. I'm the leading TaxSell expert and trainer, and I am your host right here on the TaxSell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And as always, at the conclusion of this podcast, if you're looking to learn more about investing in tax-faulted real estate, you can do so by joining the TaxSell Academy. Just head to TaxSellAcademy.com, click on Join, and become a member of the most comprehensive step-by-step tax sell investment training program that is offered. All right, guys, today we're talking about online investing. And this is such a popular topic, but it is also one that people just don't understand how to properly execute. So if you're familiar with me, I live in North Central Florida. But the truth is, most of my investments are not in North Central Florida. Of course, you probably also know that I teach other tax sell investors, which takes up quite a bit of time. And of course, I also have a young son that also takes up quite a bit of time. Add all these things up by now, and you probably know that I don't spend months and months and months on the road going from one auction to another. And I can thank the usefulness of the internet for this. Now, it didn't used to be this way. If you've read the tax sell playbook, if not, go ahead and get your free copy, link in the show notes. But if you've read that book, you know that at one point I did go from auction to auction every single week. I spent more than a month straight for my home one year. Actually, it was closer to a month and a half going from auction to auction. I drove thousands of miles. I stayed in lots and lots of hotels. And this actually really wasn't all that long ago. But in recent years, the tax sale industry has started going more and more online. We're talking about tax lien auctions, tax deed auctions, OTC properties, like the entire industry. Thank goodness, right? Now, I am a fan of in-person auctions because it does limit competition. And some things you just need to be there for. But I can't be in more than one place at one time. Neither can you, of course. So if I'm sitting at an auction, that's it. I'm at that one auction. But if I'm in front of my computer screen, then I can attend multiple auctions at once, and I frequently do. So that leads us to the question that is always asked. Can you really invest in tax faulted real estate using only the internet? And the answer is yes. We'll get to the caveats and limitations momentarily, but the answer is yes. First off, bidding online has never been easier. You can create an account, log on, perhaps make a deposit or provide a credit card number and submit your bid. These could be proxy bids or they could even be live bids. I've even been in situations before at some auctions online where I'm bidding online against people who are actually sitting in a room in kind of a hybrid type auction. So from a buying standpoint, you can absolutely do it online only. Obviously, you're gonna be limited by those counties that offer online bidding, but if they allow it, super easy. So that leads us to the next important question. Now that we know you can bid online, you can buy properties online, what do you do when you go to sell it? Can you also sell those properties online? Of course you can. Heck, most people that are selling properties that are in the same exact city, they're gonna turn to the internet when they really wanna get the property sold in the first place. Look, Look at all realtors, right? The first place they go to market is the internet. So of course you can sell properties online. It is buying and selling real estate online is easier than it's ever been. We've established that, okay? So what else is there? There's this one little thing that is so important called research. The bulk of this business is built around research. It's the key factor in everything. It'll tell you what you should buy. It'll tell you how much you should pay for something. 
It'll even tell you if there's any demand whatsoever for it once you do buy it. Your research equals your results. That is a little slogan that I really preach at the Tax Law Academy. That's what I really preach in all my videos. Your research is your results. Understand how important research is. So is it really practical to be able to do everything online? We know you can buy, we know you can sell, but when it comes to research, can you do everything online? Well, it's important to understand that the initial research, yes, you can absolutely do your initial research online. And in fact, that is where we start with our initial research, no matter where the property is located. This helps us to weed out the large percentage of properties that we're just not interested in. And it helps us to focus on that small percentage that we are interested in. Now, once we've cut down this initial list, then we start digging deeper online, of course. And we do this in a way that needs to be efficient. So we want to make sure that we cut that list down to the properties we want and then we cut it down some more because at the end of the day, if we do have to take time to dig deeper and deeper, we want to research every single layer to make sure we're getting rid of the properties in the meantime that we don't want to waste any more time on. So understand that. And the best way to do this, the most efficient way to do this is through your online research. But here is where we start meeting our limitations. You can do a lot online eventually you're going to meet limitations. Some counties will just have lousy online resources, and that could be the first limitation you meet. There could be some specific properties that you just can't locate enough pertinent information on online, and of course, that's another limitation. And regardless of how much information you do find online, you're eventually you're going to want more information. You're eventually going to need to verify that information somehow. Online records while they can be great, they are occasionally inaccurate or misunderstood, and they must be verified in other ways. And there's a number of different ways that this could apply. For example, in many areas, it can be extremely difficult to determine if a property is low-lying. Is it the lowest spot in the area? That can be hard to determine just looking at Google Maps, right? You can't tell also if that beautiful property that you see online has recently had 10 dump loads of trash dumped on it. You can't tell if that house that you see on those photos is still standing there or if it was burned to the ground last week. I've had that happen to me before, actually. These are all the things that you can't tell just by staring at your computer screen. Essentially, what we're doing when we research properties is we're attempting to tip the scale in our favor. That's all we do with any investment. The more we know about it, the more confident we are investing in it. When we start, we know absolutely nothing about it, right? Besides maybe a legal description or a parcel number, which means it's incredibly risky to invest just off that alone. Then we start learning more and more. And as we start learning more and more, and we start to like what we see, we start to mitigate that risk every step of the way. Every research phase, we mitigate that risk. Online research is definitely a large portion of reducing that risk quite a bit. But eventually, in order to eliminate that risk entirely, you're going to need to get eyes on that property. Now, many investors can and do invest without physically ever seeing the property. And if you factor in the risk to reward of the situation for your specific investment objectives, I'm certainly not here to judge what you do. I'm not here to judge your risk tolerance. For some investors, the online research that they're capable of doing meets their risk tolerance and they're perfectly fine with it. There are also plenty of other situations 
where you believe that your investment in the property could be so minimal that there just isn't that much risk. The risk doesn't justify the time to put your eyes on that property and see it in person. So let's say you're buying a $1,000 tax lien on somebody's primary residence that's worth a few hundred thousand dollars. Odds are that lien's gonna get redeemed. You're gonna earn your interest and you can move on. So if you're confident with the risk, then that is your prerogative. My suggestion, of course, if you want to eliminate nearly all risk is to get eyes on the property. And there's two ways to do this. The first one, it still actually requires a little bit of risk. That's because you're gonna be hiring somebody to put their eyes on that property for you. I've got a workshop on this in the academy that's been very helpful for many of my students. But essentially, you're hiring a local scout to help you out. You'd pay them a very, very nominal amount, maybe as low as five bucks or so. In exchange, they take a look at the property for you and give you a summary report along with some pictures of it, of course. So you start reducing that risk. If there's something on the property like trash or if it's underwater, if the house burned down or whatever, they should be able to spot it for you and they should be able to tell you about it. Should be in the key word there. That's where your risk lies. Depending on the scout that you locate, you're still, of course, gonna have some risk. The only other option is to view that property yourself. I know that it doesn't sound like the most appealing factor, but that's the only way to eliminate the most amount of risk possible after you've done all the other research. Your own two eyes are always gonna be the best to look at that property. Of course, it will likely be cost prohibited in many situations, so you need to make sure you're very strategic about it. So, so there it is. There's your guide to online only tax sell investing. It can 100% be done. The fact is that you can easily buy and sell properties online. It's easier now than it ever has been in history. It's so convenient, it's easy, and truthfully, it's very, very cheap because there's no travel involved. And you can watch 20 times the number of properties get auctioned off. As we mentioned though, when it comes to the research side, there will require some strategic planning and even some potential risk tolerance on your part, depending on exactly what you're looking to do. Guys, hopefully this has helped you out today. Obviously, this is just a brief overview of a very complicated topic. Many students inside the Tax Law Academy are online-only tax law investors, and we have lots of training inside the Academy specific to this type of investment. If you're looking to join the Academy, you can do that by going to taxlawacademy.com, clicking on that Join button. Guys, I cannot wait to see you inside the Tax Law Academy. That's going to be it for today's podcast. And as always, guys, if you did find this episode helpful, please take just a few seconds out of your day to leave us a five-star rating and maybe even a positive feedback comment. It really helps to motivate us to continue to produce these podcast episodes. Take care, guys, and make it a successful day. Bye-bye.